0: Welcome to HeCast, the official podcast of He Changed It. My name is Mike Chisholm, and as always, I will be uh, leading this podcast, leading this conversation, talking about men's wellness, mental wellness, physical wellness, everything that has to do with uh, men's health. That's all that He Changed It is all about. And we are so excited as to where things are at with the app right now. People are coming in. People are uh, using the content like crazy. And it's so fun to watch this company and uh, the organic growth that's happening. And we've got some very cool things that are coming up soon. I'm 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 super excited to be here, and as always, very grateful to be having conversations centered around um, men's mental wellness in the current uh, state that we're in in 2021. Thank you for joining us today. We have a guy. I'm very excited about our guest today because this is a guy who. He's one of those guys that you definitely, you you never want to judge a book by its cover. Um, And, and, and uh, this is a guy who has definitely had that happen to him many times. He's a, he's, he's a gigantic man. Um, I got to know Jared because uh, one of the things that I've been involved with is a give back program in the professional wrestling world. Uh, We've had Al Snow on the podcast and we've got other wrestlers who are going to come on board here pretty soon. Um, And through, this uh, charity fundraising event that i was a part of and and helped co-found um we had some sponsors and one of the sponsors was a very um successful supplement company called popeyes and um they 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 just always saw what we were doing and they always supported us and and um one of the uh the the chiefs of the local popeyes that i would deal with is this guy by the name of jared and it's crazy um we always had this good dynamic everything's everything's good um, but when he changed it showed up and, uh, um, you know, we started the discovery and, and, and kind of putting it out there that, uh, that, that Candy and her team were going to be building, he changed it. Uh, one of the first people to pop their heads up and say, Hey, what's this thing all about was Jared, you know, this big, um, amazing guy when it comes to, to the knowledge of supplements for the body. Um, and and I think that's where that judging the book by its cover comes from. But um, turns out there's a whole lot more to Jared Kitlets than uh, just supplements and and just bodybuilding and all of that. Um, Jared has an amazing story, and we are gonna uh, dive into that a little bit today and we're gonna talk about body image, which we've talked about here on the podcast before. So without further ado, I would like to welcome. The Vanilla Gorilla himself, Jared Kittlitz, Thank you very much for coming on here. I know we've been wanting to do this for a long time. I'm finally. I'm glad that the universe has finally aligned itself so we can do this. Jared, thank you so much for taking time to be here, man.
1: Well, thank you too, sir. I'm. I'm. Uh. I'm really excited for, for where this. Uh, this entire um, movement can go, um, and like you mentioned, you know, I, I saw it from the start and. Uh, and, you know, the vision and having the scope that uh, that this has the potential to help a lot of people is really what struck me.
0: Yeah. And and I, I appreciate that so much about you. You know, we talk sometimes a little bit about the pain points that guys are going through uh, living quiet lives of desperation because we don't like to talk about things very much. And, and um, one of those pain points that's at the very top of the list for men out there is body image. Many people mm-hmm. are surprised by that. You are not one of those people.
1: Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, you know, uh, I, we touched on it before, uh, uh, coming into high school, um, you know, I weighed more than I did when I graduated. Um, so that was always a challenge that, uh, that lied in the back of my mind. Um, and then even the growth beyond, uh, graduation and beyond high school, um, you, you have a habit of retaining that perspective of yourself, um, that image, uh, you know, you spend so much time in this meat shell that we all live in Mm -hmm. that, uh, you look in the mirror and sometimes you really don't see what you are today. You still see what you were years ago. And, uh, and that has a habit of imprinting upon itself or it upon you. Um, even, even after you've achieved some of these goals, um, you know, and and it's interesting because very much like, um, Let's say Elon Musk and and, and the like, um, the strive to be better than you were yesterday, um, not only applies financially, mentally, but physically as well. You know, and and uh, and that's where the athleticism really comes from in things like this.
0: So you came into high school, um, you know, feeling a certain way. Left high mm-hmm. school feeling a certain way. Um, at what point? At what point did you decide to get big? At what point did you decide to hit the gym and and really? <laughs> learn about the science of, of, of building your body.
1: Well, there, there is a very specific story to that moment. Uh, um, I think uh, depending on how long yourself or anyone have been in, in the city of Kelowna, um, I think you'll remember there was the Kelowna Q club was downtown at one point in time.
0: I remember uh, that. And yeah. The, and then there
1: was the McDonald's that was, um, in that sort of forlorn area that, uh, that existed for so long there. Yeah. Um, my friend and I had left the Q club and had stopped at the McDonald's. We were on foot. Um, and these, it was just a pair of us and these four or five guys from, uh, from the area, um, I guess just didn't like the way we looked that evening. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll avoid any of the, uh, you know, the, the off color language that they used, But, uh, um, essentially, uh, I was the smaller of the two of, of, my, my friend and myself. Um, and we just didn't leave fast enough for their liking. So they followed us on foot and I had about four of them picking on me while my one friend had one guy really single him out. Um, and, uh, one of them at one point had said, uh, I'm going to hit you so hard. I'll break your, your nose, uh, and uh, he was the last one to sort of attack me. Came around with a punch, caught me right under the eye. Instantly, was gushing. You know, in that moment, but I stayed on my feet, and I looked him dead in the eye and said, "Dude, you broke my effing nose." And they all left us alone after that. Um, and uh, I still remember the walk home. It was it was actually pretty entertaining. Uh, if you'll recall, where there's subway on Springfield uh, or. Um, is it uh not Springfield what does um Lakeshore turn into
0: yeah like Pandozi.
1: Pandozi, there you go yeah sure and it, it was like it was like an outtake from a movie a guy was just about to bite into his sub and froze <laughs> mid-air staring at me just a bloody mess through the window and uh <laughs> my friend Kent at the time said man I wish I had a camera for that moment itself but it, I can say in that moment, uh, is where it changed. You know, I was like, I got picked on because I was a smaller guy and I wasn't going to be that smaller guy. anymore. So that was, that was a very pivotal moment for, for that development for me.
0: How old were you? Uh, that would have been 16. You're 16 years old.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was sort of where that stepped forward. Um, there was a, uh, there was, a. Mr. Brooks was one of the the teachers in the school. He was the English teacher. And I remember years later, he and I always ended up in the school gym together, um, just training at the same time on on our lunch hour. And years and years and years later, um, a cousin of mine was in his class. And uh, to this day, I don't know the actual answer, but he said, Jared, why is your picture on Mr. Brooks's wall? And I can only imagine it had some relationship to you know that time we spent together in the gym, right? So, wow. so that's where I started to realize, you know, some of the connections that that come from that world as well, um, if you will, the the community that uh, that exists um, within yeah. the gym, very much like the He Changed It community can become as well. You know, a, a support group for those of us that maybe maybe are a little to the left of center, or or don't have that that niche or that that attraction. Uh, if you will yeah. um we can find somewhere to, to even and, and go from there
0: so 16 years old this this right. this traumatic event happens to you um and immediately it became getting getting stronger or was it was yep. it learning how to fight or as well or was it just learning how to put that that mass on and um and 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 get to the point where people look at you and they just don't want to fuck with you
1: well and that's essentially what it became you know um I feel like in some cases, you know, I haven't had to have that much conflict as a result because I get avoidance more than confrontation now right. as, uh, from that. And, uh, and that suited me just fine. You know, I'd rather, I'd rather not uh, uh, Jeff, uh, the owner of Popeye's, you know, he always yeah. called me gentle Jared because <laughs> it was, I looked scary until I opened my mouth and then he was like, Oh, it's just a teddy bear. Right. So.
0: Well, and that's the judging the book by the cover that I started. the yep. The podcast with and i i think that happens to you a lot um mm-hmm. just based on based on your looks does that frustrate you ever
1: it has it certainly has in some cases you know because uh um uh I, I spent a little bit of time you know doing some bouncing um and uh that's more recent um made a foray into a little bit of acting as well yeah. um but as a result, there's certainly been some typecasting that has come out with that as well. Nice. Um, now, that has its you know disadvantages, but advantages as well. And one of those being, um, just before the lockdown came, um, I had uh, I had been asked to join a stage performance called The Walk, um, which was about uh, human trafficking. Um, and of course, I fit into the role of you know the John slash pimp slash enforcer all those things yeah. and uh and it was interesting reading um the uh the reviews for the play um uh the the uh catherine the the writer um she remarked that it was the best performance of the ones of the the best of the ones that she's had across the nation uh was yeah. the one we did uh, we we ended it just just before the lockdown started at the end of february there yeah um but uh you know, one of the uh, comments from from the viewers was that uh, I brought the play together just with my presence because of the size. You know, it was very clear the domination and and the influence that uh, that I physically imposed was was enough. And being a first time on stage was also a great experience too. So so it was it was nice to hear that sort of thing be a benefit rather than a, a negative for sure.
0: It sounds like you've done a lot of stretching of yourself. You know, you stretched yourself. You, you certainly didn't go into high school, um, in, in, you know, as an ath- athlete, when it came to uh, where you are now, uh, and what you've done, you've definitely stretched yourself that way. Um, you stretch yourself into acting. but now what's the thing that you learned the most in, in doing that for yourself and putting yourself in that new situation? Um, what's, uh, what are some of the things that you've learned about yourself?
1: Well, uh, it was, it was interesting because, um, you know, even just in doing the auditions and things like that, um, and uh, an odd parallel, even a, a comment that um, one gentleman made at, uh, at the bar one night. Um, I guess I had a habit of uh, moving really quickly around uh, the space. And he looked at me and just, just a random older guy, and he says, you know what, dude, you got to slow down. You need to, you, you're moving too fast. And then I also started realizing that about the auditions I was doing. I was racing through my lines. I was racing through things as though there was a finish line. And not unlike life, there really isn't one. You know, you're, you're there to perform and you need to perhaps pace yourself for the, um, the lines and, uh, the presence that and the, and the projection that you're trying to make. And you can't do that when you're moving too quickly. Yeah, so you know, definitely-
0: I, I I hear that, and and being present is such a uh, that's that's my language. I always talk about being present and and really trying to do that. I, I think back, I'm a big Stephen King fan, and in one mm-hmm. of his old books, um, the, the there was a he cited a poem. It was in the book Insomnia, I believe, and they he, he talked about a poem, and in that poem there was a line: "Each thing I do, I rush through so I can get to the next thing," mm-hmm. and that's really the definition of insanity, isn't it?
1: Oh, it's very close. Yeah. And I mean, and really, you know, the 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 finish line is the same for us all. Um, it comes whether we like it or not. And, you know, the, I, we're probably better off to not try to get there too quickly, you know, uh, because it comes for us all. Uh, it's interesting that you say that. Even even the tattoo that I have, um, it was, you know, a reminder to, to stay in the moment. Uh, and it reads, um, I felt the warmth of the stone as it left my hand. And uh it's uh, it was actually um, a sermon I heard um, when I was young, uh, not really biblical in any way, shape or form, but it was how the pastor decided to relay his message for the day. Uh, and it was about a, um, a, sh- uh, a sailor um, or a fisherman in a coastal town. he had lost everything, his boat, his family, it was all gone and he hears about this stone on the on the beach. And it's uh, a wishing stone that will bring you everything you want in life. You just have to find it. And the only way to know that different from the other ones was that it was born to the touch. So having nothing left uh, to, to live for, he decides he's going to find this stone. And uh, because it's the ocean, it's always cold. So he starts getting into the habit of touching the stone to his cheek uh, to find out if it's warm or cold or not and throw it away. And he does that for a few years, picking up stones, touching it to his cheek. It's cold. He throws it away. Pick it up a a stone, touch it to his cheek. It's cold. He throws it away. Finally, one day he picks up a stone, touches it to his cheek. It's warm. And he throws it away. And as he casts it out into the ocean, as it leaves his hand, he realizes that was the one he was looking for. And <sighs> to watch it go on forever, uh, lost again, right? And that was where that came from, was a reminder to stay in the moment. And, uh, and don't get stuck in the motions um, or else you miss what you're after.
0: Okay. So again, don't judge a book by its cover. Um, <laughs> yeah, armchair philosopher and all of right? that. I want to talk, I want to talk a little bit about body image and fitness and things like sure. that. You've got a lot of, you got a lot of things, but before I do that, you were one of the guys that put his hand up right away when you saw mm. he changed it. Yeah. Um, and you saw what it was that, that, that the team was building. Um, what, what was the thing that made you say, Oh my gosh, I need to be a part of this.
1: Well, you know, um, (laughs) there's, there's a combination of factors. Um, and I'll do my best to sort of sum them up sort of in a whirlwind all at once. Uh, you know, um, not having any children, uh, being, you know, 42, um, uh, not really having the greatest fatherly figure in my life um, directly. Um, the opportunity to be some of these things for someone else. Um, but within arm's reach, you know, just uh, with a, to be honest, with an app on the phone, which we're all very accustomed to now, um, just a, a real perfect storm of opportunity to have a positive influence and to continue to do so. Um, even, you know, at, uh, at work, um, when I was at Popeye's there, it was more of a, people would come and say, well, what do I do to look like you? Yeah. Um, I would like the opportunity to say, what, have someone ask, well, what do I do to be like you? Uh, not just oh. look like you. And, uh, and that's oh. where, you know, I hope I can be that influence for someone.
0: You know, we talk about with he changed it. Um, what the team is 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 building and banking on, and it looks like it's happening. Is that guys can come into this place and they can um, take something that they need, but they can leave something that they know or leave something that they have. Mm-hmm. Very um, much. So. And you you saw that right from the start, and you immediately wanted to start uh, leaving things that you know based on on the experiences that you've had. You immediately mm-hmm. wanted to share. Um, I just came out I, as uh, just to go into real time here, just before this meeting here, I just came out a, of a, uh, a two hour meeting. The Canadian Mental Health Association is building um, some a course right now. It's one course, but it's probably going to turn into multiple courses that's going to go into the He Changed It app. Mm-hmm. And um, and one of the things that we were talking about is the idea of vulnerability and sharing. Um, Jared, straight up, you're one of the most vulnerable guys I've ever met and 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 you you don't, again, the judge book by the cover, you don't look yeah. like you'd be one of the most vulnerable men I've ever met. Fair enough. Yeah, ha- do. Ha- have you always been this guy, or was there a turning point where you said, "Yeah, I want to start sharing and giving?
1: There was definitely there there was a turning point. Um uh, I was uh, for lack of a better term, I was often accused of being a robot <laughs> for for much of my life. Um, you know, and that was from switching off. It was, it was, a maybe at the time it wasn't a conscious effort to switch off, right. but it's been a conscious effort to switch on, uh, and to try and, and be that person. Now, I, I'll, I'll admit that the pendulum sometimes swings a little too far. Um, yeah. but that's because of that, um, that wall that, uh, very many people create, um, you know, sometimes when the dam bursts, some of the first things that want that want out are what have been held back the longest, and uh, and sometimes that leads to situations where I may be overly emotional. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm willing to embrace that and and take a moment with those even uh, and not react right away. I, I, I'm finding you know sometimes I need a day to decide. Okay, well, should I be angry or should I cry about this? I don't really. I'm having trouble still associating what emotions go with proper reaction, but we'll get there someday. You know, that's, it's, it's part of the work that's, uh, that that's required too, right, so.
0: Um, I wanna talk about, let's, let's move over to, to the physical work you've done, because sure. I mean, yeah. first and foremost, anytime you see something that's, that's a job well done, um, you gotta comment on it. Your body is a job well done. Holy smokes, man, you I appreciate that, thank you. Well, yeah, and, uh, and the dedication and the work that you've put into that, mm-hmm. um, is, is, is nuts. Um, I'm going to ask you straight up, how much a week do you work out? Uh, you know, um, at
1: my highest point, uh, you were there, I was easily there six days a week. Um, I found a comfort spot, um, because you know, as the, as we age and and the body changes, uh, you don't recover as quickly. So I ended up settling around the three or four mark, um, sort of in the mid thirties. Uh, and I feel that you know the three marks still pretty comfortable now. Um, focus has had to change because uh, you know you come up with new priorities as as life goes on too. Um, but uh, but this the COVID effect has definitely had uh, uh, an impact on me, and and uh, it's going to be a bit of a challenge to come back from that again. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I've done it before. Doesn't mean I can't do it again, right? So. <laughs>
0: um you 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 worked how long how long have you been in the supplement world oh uh
1: i spent uh i spent a solid 14 years probably in in the supplement world yeah uh it well that uh you know it was uh i started my career off uh in building materials uh uh, I have my my grandfather was a carpenter. My dad was a carpenter. My uncle was a carpenter. And I swore up and down I'd never have anything to do with building a house in my life. <laughs> and and then at 19 years old, I'm working in a lumberyard. So so that, so you know I, I missed it by a, about a half inch. You know at least I was just in the supply, not in the uh, application. But uh, right. But I left that world and went into um, went into supplement manufacturing uh, with Forever Fit back in the day. And that uh, did that for about uh, three or four years, actually making products, um, formulating products. um, And then of course the wholesale manufacturing distribution thereof. Um, And then after that, um, the company was being purchased by a manufacturer uh, from the lower mainland. Yeah. And, uh, and I was in the meeting with uh, what was going to be the new owner and he said, don't worry, we'll find a place for you. Um, And my ears at that time translated that into you're going to be the first guy to get cut so um, I decided you know what uh, at at that time Jeff gave me the opportunity he was about to have his fourth child um, and, and just knew he wasn't going to be able to be at the store as much so he said why don't you come in and take over as manager and that was the that was the turning point for that again and spent almost 10 years there. With
0: me. Yeah. I was going to say, um, and shout out to Jeff, uh, MacIsaac, just unbelievable, uh, businessman, but also uh giver in the community and things like that. Most and, and yeah. um, you know, another, another encyclopedia knowledge level yes, when it comes sense. to supplements. Um, but let me pick your brain when it comes to that. So there are guys listening to this podcast who, um, have gone down all sorts of different pathways because of marketing or because of Uh, you know, what one friend says to another, says to another, says to another, when it comes to supplements, when it comes to wanting to build your body, take it to the next level scale of one to 10, how important do you think supplements are?
1: Um, you know, I, I would put them, I would put them higher than, than most maybe would expect. You know, a lot of people like to draw that line about 50, 50, um, and then you get a lot of uh, camps that say, well, don't even bother supplementing if you're not doing your, the rest of your nutrition right. Mm-hmm. Um, but but they're missing the point in the fact that supplementation is exactly that. You're replacing something that is missing from what maybe the traditional diet brings you, uh, whether that be because of convenience or, or um, just uh, uh, ease of application, timing, all those sorts of things. Um, you know, I've seen enough studies comparing whole foods versus supplementation and, and enough of them has shown that the, there's an equality between the two. Um, but when you start to factor in the convenience side of, of supplementation, that changes the balance again. Right. You know, y- yes, a, a whole meal of, of eggs and, or meat and this and that post-workout most likely would be an optimal advantage. But having a shake that's ready in three seconds, yeah, you know, from a timing uh, advantage, that's that tips, like I say, tips the scale dramatically. Um, and the human condition is that if it's easy to do, you will do it. And right. uh, and you know that's uh, that's something that supplementation definitely brings where normal food uh, may may leave a bit of a a gap for people.
0: Well, it's funny. I know, I know a lot of pro pro wrestlers in my life, obviously, um, some who have made it at the highest levels and some who, um, are at the local levels and whatnot, but many of the mentalities are so the same, you know, when people talk about steroids and and supplements and things like that, um, Mm -hmm. one of the first things that these people, um, who, who perform at this level say is okay. Yeah. You know, um, people think that uh, they forget about the fact that we still have to do the fucking work, the hard work, work. like the really hard work, the really granular work to get things looking this way, Um, you know, and, 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 and it comes down to a lot of hard work. Um, But at the same time, we've got guys who want to make that choice who, who maybe, um, maybe they didn't physically have their nose broken, but they have that image of themselves from when they were, um, when they were a kid and they felt inferior and they want to make a change of some sort. And if they want to make a decision to, to, to start doing something, to change the way that they look to change that, um, is protein the number one supplement? Is that the building block when it comes to supplements? Protein is it, or is there something else? What are your, are your silver bullets?
1: If I were, if I were to put anything at the top of the list, that would definitely be it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I uh, through those 14 years, I've had the opportunity to to try all sorts of angles and all sorts of approaches, sure. even from a dietary standpoint, from uh, doing keto versus uh, or, or keto dieting versus, you know, high carb, low carb, yeah. um, high protein, moderate, all different kind of diet types um, <laughs> to bring it back almost to uh, to the mentality of things. What works is what works for you. If you can be the kind of person that's never going to eat a piece of bread again in your life and be a hundred percent. Okay. With that. keto's going to work wonders for you. Yeah. Um, if you can't imagine going a day without a pretzel or a cracker, don't even, don't even bother trying keto because you're setting yourself up for failure. Nice. Um, but it's a mentality, you know, if you mentally can handle a certain method it's going to be successful for you. Um, and that's why you have people that are better endurance runners versus guys that are better sprinters. Right. Mentally, they can put themselves through the motions, you know, to run the 1500 meters rather than just the 100 meter dash, you know, and that's the same thing with diet and nutrition as well. Um, if you're the kind of person uh, like myself who with those jobs that I had was mostly sedentary at work yep um, that that had an application or a, an influence on the type of diet I had to choose as well. Gotcha. But across the board protein was always top of the list because your body stores amino acids in muscle tissue. For the way, for the, the necessary chemical and and, uh, and hormonal processes that your body does,
0: right
1: body fat storage, no problem. Your body's got that figured out, you know, hundred uh, percent. Mm-hmm. Water balance, it's it's very very good at that. But the only place to store those amino acids is in the muscle, and where you get the amino acids has to come from your protein. So, right. so that's why I put that one very much at the top.
0: Um, when I was, uh, so I'm, I'm, I've got a few years on you, I'm in my mid forties and I remember, uh, all these fads that have come and gone along the way. Mm. And, uh, and some of them have, 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 come back around a second or third time I've seen some in my, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah you look at creatine, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, and,
1: and if you want to really like the, the reams of studies that, that exist on, um, let's say a top, um, If you're going to have a a top two, creatine would certainly be in there. You know, aside from the usual benchmarks, I'll circle back to, you know, hydration um, and all those other things are obviously factors as well. Sure. Um, But, you know, uh, if I were to sit down and say what have become my very, you know, most basic uh, daily intakes would be the protein, creatine source of some sort, uh, branched chain amino acids um uh i find those have been very so it's like effective. a glutamine uh glutamine's in there but uh branch chain amino acids essentially well to use the word there that's where uh they're they're essential amino acids they have to come from your diet um you your body can't synthesize can't formulate them can't get them from somewhere else they have to come from the things you eat um okay. and uh and the unfortunate thing to to that is uh, someone who's chosen a, a vegan or a vegetarian lifestyle. Vegetables don't often have very much of those so right. animal proteins and, and and dairy proteins, very very high in those concentrations. Not to say you can't get them from. Uh, vegetables and and things like that just not in the concentrations that you'll see elsewhere so that again changes the necessity we're we're moving from supplement supplementation to required nutrition at that point you know for for someone like that so so again that brings us back to lifestyle change choices even influence what becomes necessities from from the supplement standpoint
0: that's um and it's a it's it's a deep deep rabbit hole
1: that it we is can very go much down so. when
0: it comes to this, um, yep. and uh, and 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 you're you're in the app, right? Yes. I uh, you know and and this this we might be a little premature here because we're just starting to build the community within the app. But at the end of the day, um, you know, I, I want to be in a place where people can come in and they can ask questions and bounce things off of people. Uh, I'm just totally. going to throw this out there to the heat change it community. Uh, Jared's very active and and will be as we uh, expand out. Uh, all the features that are coming in. Jared's going to be a huge, huge, huge part of, um, of this. And, and, and he'll be a a, literally an encyclopedic knowledge of this kind of uh, has that kind of knowledge of this kind of stuff. And uh, um, you know, these are the types of things that guys think about like, okay, like does creatine really work? Do do, does, you know, protein really work? And what it comes down to is from what I'm hearing you is the mentality of what it is that you want to do. And uh, there's a whole lot more than just taking a supplement but actually revolving it around who you are and uh and and what it is that you want to achieve.
1: Yeah, you're hundred percent correct. And and you know, um just uh from from the many years spent at the store, um, the level of, of misinformation is very, very high. Um, but one of the most exciting things, and and this is why I agree with you, Mike, I mean, and I encourage people to reach out and ask me anything they need to, because there were that that always got me excited when I was there. Um, having someone walk out of the store, come back and tell me how great it worked for them was, was always a, a real point of enjoyment. Um, helping a person avoid some of my own personal pitfalls. That was always a, a very exciting moment. And so was, um, you know, seeing that person actually starting to like how they look you know and, and that you you can't you can't really i mean you're paying for it but you can't buy that from them you know yes. it's uh, um and uh and you know the there was always uh, a sparkle that, uh, that came with, uh, with them too, you know, from, uh, the, the fact that they were doing something that they tangibly knew and could feel and could see was working. And, uh, and really that's something that everyone loves in their life in any aspect, really, you know, to, to put work in and see a result is, is what everyone desires.
0: Well, and that's the happy, that's the positive comparison. Right. And I mean, I think, yeah. I think all of us, um, at one time or another, I've been in the place with the negative comparison, where it's like, you know, that the, the positive comparison is is what you're talking about. It's I did look like this, now I look like this, and maybe it's yeah. one belt loop, maybe yeah. it's two belt loops, maybe it's maybe it's that uh, that shirt that used to fit me right that no longer fit me right and it fits me right again, or my <laughs> wedding ring. I can't get, I couldn't get it off nearly <laughs> like I could before, but now I can. Um, but then there's that negative comparison where yes. where we may be making headway. And then we take a look at the guy next to us and we're like, oh, fuck, I got a long yeah. way to go. And we, we start. Well,
1: it, that is a human ourselves. nature. It, it's unfortunate. It is difficult to keep perspective like that. I mean, you know, from an anecdotal standpoint, I remember this would have been around 2007. Um, right. uh, there was a lady I was dating at that time and she struggled. She struggled with body image. Um, which I could see the parallels for myself at that point in time. Um, and, and it was in her mind, uh, she hit a stalling point and I had to bring her right back to, to, uh, you know, ground zero and say, look, you've lost a dress size a month for four months consecutively. There isn't anything else that you could do to benefit yourself quicker than that without becoming unhealthy. Right. Um, and and that's where, again, I hope that the heat change, uh, community, society, however you want to look at it, <laughs> can help each other as well. Whether it be from not just physical, but mental, you know, look at the work you've done and where it has got you. Sometimes you need that reflection, someone to, to see not just yourself in the mirror, but someone to see you and tell you how much you're changing uh, and, and that's not something that's easy to do when you're all by yourself, looking at the four walls during COVID, you know, it's, yeah, uh, absolutely. it's, uh, it, it definitely loses, you lose perspective very, very easily in today's world. And, um, and on top of that, like, I mean, I'll, I'll do it like from an anecdotal standpoint, I don't know, like Milo, the wrestler from, uh, what was 500 or the sixth century or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. He was the, the Grecian wrestler that carried a calf every day into, into adulthood. Um, you know, the calf gets too big now. Uh, it, the calf outgrows us in today's uh, in today's world. Um, you know, it was, and and I and I know uh, that's something that uh, that's hard to keep perspective on because one day you wake up and you just can't lift it, and it's and it's because it's actually gotten more than you can do by yourself. And, and I hope that's uh, that's something that can come out of this, too, is, you know, so that that support system for some guys. So,
0: um, Yeah, you used the word. Uh, we've been using the the word in-house in, in, in house here, community, a lot. I love the idea that he changed its society. I like that. I like that yep. idea a lot. Yep. Um, we're going to have fun playing with that verbiage, for sure. I, uh, I appreciate where you're coming from when it comes to that perspective, because we are our own worst critic many times. Yes, um, 100%. And it can be used, you know, being driven. I, I, I love the idea of being driven. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of being obsessive. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I don't like the idea of, of, of an unhealthy ambition versus a healthy ambition. Um, and I mean, you've from a from a physical standpoint, you have certainly seen it. Um, you know, maybe maybe you've you've taken lessons out of yourself. You've seen it in others. So you've seen where people get unhealthy about this stuff. And well, yeah, about this stuff. Question.
1: You know, uh, it, it's a little bit like—is uh, uh, it Hunter S. Thompson? You know, the only ones that know where the edge is are those who've been over it.
0: Yeah,
1: and uh, and you know, I can say I've, I've been over that edge myself, um, and have had the fortunate ability to recognize it and come back from it. Um, but, How did you do it?
0: How did you come back?
1: Well. You know, when you start to realize, um, what's the best way to put it? Uh, there's moments in life where you know the whether you call it you know the uh, the alcoholic's clarity, if you will, moment of clarity, the moment, absolutely, yeah. Moment of sobriety, whatever it is, yep um, You know, you wake up and and all this, like and from from a training aspect um, to wake up in the middle of the night and not even be able to go back to sleep because my calf is cramping so bad that uh, it it actually feels like the texture of of oak. You know, it was it was that rock solid that I couldn't sleep anymore, and uh, and that was that morning stretch that you just never came back from. And and in that moment, it's like you know what, um, there's something not quite right here, and I don't, I may not know what it is, but I know this isn't right. Um, so, you know, that becomes a bit of self-exploration that, uh, that you have to to look into there too, um, is, uh, what have I done that maybe is a little bit past the extreme, um, because you have to go to be to step on stage and, and bodybuild like, uh, like Arnold did, or and even, you know, myself at the amateur level, you have to go to some extremes. Um, but the knowledge and recognizing that, you know, you can't do that forever is, uh, is something that's, uh, that's sobering in itself too. Right? So
0: I, um, I told you this is going to go fast and it has, um, and now we still got a little bit of time left. Yeah. I, I want to, and, and it, I mean, obviously, obviously you're going to come back and we'll, we'll have more conversations like this and, different sure. different ideas when covid's over I love the idea of doing some panel podcasts and things like that and yeah. and being part of the community so thank you for 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 being so uh so open um I'm going to ask for a little bit more openness just because um this self-exploration that you've done you kind of yeah. got kicked into it um in in some ways and I mean you've told me your story and I just want to kind of without probing too deep as deeper than you're comfortable telling um you, you you were raised with your grandparents.
1: Yeah, um, I was born in Camos, Alberta. Uh, yeah. And at uh, at 15 months old, uh, I was moved here to BC with them. Um, and uh, don't, you know, the real backstory as to what happened probably died with them, uh, with my grandparents. Mm. Um, I'm sure there were reasons, um, you know, uh, whether that be uh, uh, due to some level of addiction or or alcoholism that was occurring at that point in time in my family, <clears throat> but uh, but it brought me here, and um, then at the age of uh, seventeen, uh, my mother kind of reemerged uh, into my life. She had sort of it. There had been you know phone calls, this that sporadically through time, um, but it was our first opportunity to actually sit down just the two of us. Um, And um, I don't really know. I mean, hindsight brings a lot of clarity to to anyone's world, Uh, but I don't really know what she expected to hear from me other than perhaps um, the same amount of dislike or disdain that she had developed for my side of the family. But what could I say? Mm -hmm. Uh, My grandparents were my parents. They raised me the best they could, as you could, you know, through the 90s with 1950 mentality. Um, (laughs) uh, uh, You know, and and they were grade eight education farmers. There was only so much they could do. And they did the best that they could, right? Um, But I'm sure she didn't hear the words out of my mouth that she was hoping for. So as we wrapped up and we were in the parking lot, uh, she extended her hand. For a handshake, and said, "I have another son anyway. Uh, it was nice meeting you." And wow. I, you know, it was on. My, where else could you be but on your heels after after a statement like that? Yeah. So I shook her hand and I went the other way. Um, and that wasn't her last effort, though. I'll, I'll give uh, I'll give her credit. My my half brother had encouraged her. After the fact, it's like you can't leave it like that. That that's that's not the way to be. Um, so she sort of was on the fringes for quite some time, but that connection just never managed to, to manifest, you know, um, was it because of waiting so long to actually have that meeting maybe, but in her mentality said she thought, no, I'm going to let him grow into the person he's going to be, and then we'll meet. Right. Um, but maybe there just wasn't space anymore. You know, it, it's just, um, and unfortunately she passed away um uh, february of last year um and we still never really had very many moments to to have any real reconciliation right. but uh you know at the end of the day we're, we're all human she was just as human as you and I are right now um and uh and the decisions some decisions aren't ours either to make aren't our own to make either for us you know so um so I I don't have any re, I don't have any remorse over you know the life that I grew in with yeah um none you can't how you you are who you are the situation is what it is as you're growing up um, I appreciate that she tried you know that was that was definitely there but I can't help but think that uh, you know it's, it's tough to say it would be a negative influence, but it would have been a different influence to have, you know, uh, a mother around a little bit more in my youth like that. Yeah. Um, and I would have been a different person and maybe, maybe would have, there would have been less falls. Maybe there would have been more, you can't really, you can't really pass that judgment either. Right.
0: So No, uh, uh, but at the end of the day, you go back to being that 17 year old kid yeah. Uh, that experience. And I mean, I, I'm we always adversity always gives us a choice. Yes. You know, no matter what, when there's an adversity there, there's a choice. And, um, you know, that 17 year old kid that had that experience that had that took that hand and shook it. Um, Profound adversity to some, probably yep. to yourself as well. And I mean, you ended up taking the choice and making the choice to uh, um, to continue to move forward, though.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ha- I've had quite a few people, you know, um, through the course of my life um, just to, to hear about my situation, that one included, you know, but growing up with, you know, like I say, um, uneducated grandparents that, uh, that lots of love that they had for me, but uh, maybe not the skill level that uh, that one would would need in today's environment to handle children, you know, uh, or to have children in, in, in their lives. Um I've had a lot of people say, you know what, you shouldn't have made it, you shouldn't have come out of where you came out of. Yeah. And and I always take that with a grain of salt because I'm like, yeah, but I did anyway. So <laughs> you know, like I can't really I can't really agree with you. Maybe you know the odds weren't in my favor, but that that didn't that didn't ever really come into play or into mentality at the time. Uh, yeah. Like you say, it was always just about moving forward. You know. Um, Well, but some
0: people wouldn't have moved forward though, Jared. And that's my point. Like some people would have been, that would have been something that they would have hung their hat on um, and become a victim and basically, you know, uh, labeled themselves or lived that way. Um, You did the exact opposite.
1: Yeah. Uh, And and it's it's funny you say that because even in, you know, in my environment now, hearing other, you know, we're both at that age where Mm. Everyone we know has kids, essentially, right? Or their kids have kids. In some cases, already too. Yep. Uh, you know, I see people with more um, at that age uh, being more negative than I was. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I guess something maybe maybe that's where the switch flipped off. Maybe that's where maybe that's where the emotion stopped for a moment. And that was how I was able to to soldier through. I can't again. I can't really fault myself if that was what did it, you yeah. know. But uh, and I wouldn't be able to fault anyone else for for doing it that way either. But uh, but you know, uh, at the at the end of the day, um, I have to be able to appreciate it because it, it has made me the person I am. Uh, yeah. And uh, and there's still so much more growth that I think I'm capable of now that I've opened up and started to, you know, reflect on that a little bit more than I, than I have in the past. So, but uh, you know, like I say, um, I can't, I'm not gonna hate her for it because it was part of what made me who I am. So so that's uh, that's the most I can take from it.
0: Well, and you know, when we forgive others, we're not doing it for them, we're doing it for ourselves. We're doing it so um, we can yeah. let it go, right? Like I mean, yeah. she's um, gone now and, yeah. and someone in your situation, You know where they're gone, and that person who's still here hasn't forgiven them. Well, guess what? It's only hurting them by not letting that go. And uh, you learned that. You learned that in a, you you know, you you took one on the nose uh, physically, but you also took one in the heart around the same time. And you have to learn those things early on. And uh, I just salute you for being able to, to to communicate it the way that you are, and 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 the way that you have the perspective uh, sharing capabilities that you have, Jared, I just appreciate you so much, man. Thank you so much for, um, for, for, for being able to open up this first time. I know, like yeah. I say, you're all over, uh, the heat changed it up and you will be even more. So if people yeah. want to find you on social media, uh, at vanilla gorilla, uh, the, the vanilla gorilla underscore 79, I think it was vanilla gorilla underscore 79 K. Yeah. And, um, it, any, any parting words for, uh, for the heat changed in society that's listening to this podcast today?
1: Well, I mean, I, I guess um, uh, to to kind of um, to bring it back to, to the end of our discussion here, um, the uh, adversity is what will make you a better person in the long term. You know, yeah. um, there will be hard times that always will, there's hard times now, even at 42, yeah. you know. Um, uh, I'm glad that uh, that I have a toolkit now that I've built that uh, that maybe handles things better than, than I would have without it. But I can guarantee you like you say at seventeen, there was no toolkit for for that scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe I can be that toolkit for someone that's feeling that challenge too, right? so yeah. so that's why I'm more than happy to to talk to anyone about anything at any time.
0: Um, God, man, I appreciate you so much. And I appreciate your heart. Um, you too, boss. and well, Hey man, any, anybody who, who, who judges a, a book by the cover hasn't, hasn't met Jared and, and, and <laughs> know him. And I just, uh, again, um, thank you so much for, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say this flat out, you know, when, when, when my wife and her team came up with the idea for this thing, um, there were a few people who enthusiastically right away were like early adopters of the idea. And, yeah. and those are the ones that, that, that made them take the next few steps. And mm-hmm. you're one of those guys. And I just, uh, I on behalf of them, thank you very much for being that guy. And thank you for sharing with us today. It won't be no. the last time. Um, no. Our points of view will will um, give each other food for thought. And like you said, be that toolkit for each other. So thank you. Cool. I really appreciate your time, man. You, you bet. Thank you too for having me. Uh, Jared Kitlitz is... Uh, uh, he's one of those guys, man. He's talking about the early adopters and talk about the people who were there uh, at the very inception of the idea for he changed it. Um, so grateful that he has taken time out of his day to be here. Uh, that's another one, another he cast. They go by quick. Uh, if you haven't downloaded the app yet, what are you waiting for? Download it. Jump on in, uh, create your profile. The The features are coming fast and furious. The updates are happening all the time. Uh, if you like this podcast, please share. Please subscribe. Please share. Get it out there. And uh, we, we've seen a lot of organic growth so far. I haven't put any really anything to marketing so far, yet we're, we're building this community, and it's so much fun. I'm having a blast doing this. Thank you for uh, being a part of this. Um, that's another episode of HeCast, the official podcast of He Changed It. My name is Mike Chisholm. Go change something.